0: But make it Hallmark! It's Qing Dai, Patty. Hi, hi! Back again for our fifth episode today. All right, so we're in the in the middle of the year, but we're fast forwarding to the end of the year because it's Christmas in July in Hallmark right now. So the entire July was just filled with chocolate block with Christmas movies, which of course Hallmark is known for and that's my happy thought for for this episode it everyone's not feeling it not feeling Christmassy at all because you know things things aren't looking really great right <laughs> now but at least we have this and i really like went through all the christmas movies like every day i was watching one or even two and it really cheered me up
1: <laughs> how about <sighs> you <laughs> Hi, guy It's good to be back. Hi. And I know we're, we're recording this not in July anymore, but clearly we had our July occupied with Christmas in July. It's a crazy tradition that Hallmark has to just play the shit ton amount of, Hall- yeah, of Christmas movies they have in the middle of the year. And I think it's great, especially now that they aren't able to film summer movies. At least they have this backlog. And it was, I guess, just as a teaser to everyone, we went through the lists of Christmas movies and it was so hard to whittle it down to a good representative of the spectrum Uh, but we'll we'll get to that in a bit I guess my hallmark happy thought is that our favorite series when calls the heart they're already starting to shoot we've seen some teasers and behind the scenes from the cast and it's just so 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 nice to get updated again we haven't heard from kevin or chris but we'll, we'll wait we'll wait some more uh, but it's really good to see aaron and, and pascal posting again and just being cute so very excited and definitely my happy thought uh for this episode
0: we're so starved for content anything <laughs> they anything they put out i mean even christmas movies
1: <laughs> we're gonna buy it exactly exactly and, and i guess like it's also just good that like we mentioned last episode they are starting to film again so we're seeing movies for like fall harvest that's really exciting so excited to see brand new content and you know what i've rewatched so many of the christmas movies it's like i'll do anything
0: life moves on in the hallmark
1: universe <laughs> yes it does <laughs>
0: mention kevin McGarry from when calls the heart and it's the perfect segue to our first movie for this episode
1: thanks chingai yeah that was a great segue into our first movie so we're, we're discussing five christmas movies and again it was very difficult to whittle it down to five but later on in the show maybe we have a surprise for you guys and we'll announce it at the end but this first movie is called a song for christmas and technically it came out on hallmark movies and mysteries we were late to the hallmark movies and mysteries channel bandwagon because we were always just focused on Hallmark Channel, only to realize you've been snoozing on an entire network. Now we've rectified that and we are featuring a couple movies from the second channel movies and mysteries and surprise these Christmas movies do not have any mystery component to them they're just movies so so a song for Christmas stars Becca Tobin and Kevin McGarry of When Calls the Heart also known as the love of my life Mountie Nathan and it tells the story of a pop star Adelaide Kay who becomes stranded in a small town in the dead of winter and finds refuge at a family's beleaguered Christmas tree farm very Taylor Swift this is the season of miracles
0: Oh, clearly, you're not from around here. I would recognize your voice anyway. What if
1: this is our last Christmas here?
0: Okay,
1: nervous. I've been nervous since the moment I met you. A song for Christmas. Let's just say that the reason this movie made it to the cut of the 10 million Christmas movies there are is because Kevin McGarry exists. <laughs> I will be honest I, I I lobbied for this movie even if I had never seen it before just because I wanted to finally talk about Kevin McGarry. So the conflict of this movie is that obviously she's a pop star and she should be going on her tour but then she's doing like a Hannah Montana secret identity kind of thing where everyone in the town seems to not run Recognize her, and she just wants to be, you know, plain old Addie baking cookies with the family with the laps. Having Kevin McGarry fall in love with her, who just happens to be this great songwriter that never was. Hallmark likes to do country stars, likes to do pop stars, just likes to do people in the music industry, and then puts him back into a small town. And it's no different with this one, except put much more snow. Of course, you know, should she stay or should she go is always the big conflict because she obviously has a career oh wait he can actually write songs so look they can collaborate so of course there's just a lot going on as there always is in a hallmark movie and I mean I can't say I didn't appreciate it I actually did I, I just know that if Kevin weren't in this, I would be way less interested. What about you, uh, um,
0: I Yeah, this is just—it's its not possible in, <laughs> in any world. <laughs> I mean, how how can they not track her? You know, she's like a manager
1: and everything. There are cell phones. It's, it's a snowstorm. Even in this movie. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's a snowstorm, and 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 you know, oh, roads yeah. are closed. Yeah, no, but, it was definitely a lot of forcing. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: I, I'm just gonna say that one thing that I love, Kevin McGarry, and yeah, that he is the reason why we actually did this movie. I mean, I wanted to see something new with him in it. I just thought it was hilarious that the Meat cute was like, he was at some gas station at night, and it's snowing, and he's leaning against his truck and he has his guitar out, and he's just playing in the bed of winter, and she hears him from across the street. And walks, what?
1: (laughs) It does not make sense. There is no logical. This movie has no logic, okay? You, You have to really leave your brain at the door. But Kevin McGarry's eyes, they're so blue, and he can say anything and do anything, and I'll be like, all right, sure. My note for their Meet Cute is that, I mean, in the spirit of the Christmas tree farm that Taylor Swift kind of inspired. I, I said that he has a James Dean daydream look in his eyes, you know, like he it's does. very he, he yes. gets it. He had this very I now that we've seen a star is born, it feels very like a star is born but in reverse and make it hallmark. Like there's just so much wrong and right with this movie. And I think I've just forgiven it completely because again, Kevin, what a strange meet cute, but also hello Kevin, welcome to my life. <laughs>
0: Um, the, I wish all gas stations had a Kevin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wish. And
1: also, isn't it kind of creepy? Like, there's a creeper playing his guitar in the middle of the right? snow at night. But, but you know what? When you're handsome, you can do anything. We know this. This is a, a moral of, but make it Hallmark. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. we, we move on to their almost kiss. And I have to give it to them. They, they put a lot in this movie. And, you know, I'm all for it. He Kevin has a way of lingering right before a kiss. And... They do it a lot in this movie. I think one of the ones I want to mention, you can mention the others, is uh, she's, of course, staying with his family. You know, because no big deal, small town. We take in a random girl. And she's obviously not a great cook. Whoops, you know, I'm talented elsewhere. But she wanted to cook them food or something. Mm-hmm. So then you, yeah. she find, he finds her trying to cook for his family. And, of course, there's flour on her face. Face. I wrote that exact (laughs) thing. Flower of the face. It's so predictable. I, again, I've never baked with someone of Kevin McGarry's status or in general. So I wouldn't know if there was flour on my face and if someone would wipe it off for me. But having Kevin's hand on your face, yes, I I approve. I also think that they were very cute when they were doing, like, some sort of Christmas shopping. I forget where they were, whether it was, like, the store. It it, it, it looked like a Target, actually. Yeah, yeah, a big box store, exactly, is what I wrote. And, like, they're just being... I I like how they were blatantly being cute with one another because the tendency in Hallmark movies is to keep your emotions in and let it like, no, I don't feel anything. But here they were so openly like flirting in public. And yeah, I really thought that they had some moments there that, that they exploited to perfection.
0: But yeah. This movie made me realize that apart from authentic conversations, I do love myself a good collaboration (laughs) kind of thing. Yeah, that's my number two. Okay. Okay, So he's a musician and so is she. So, of course, they have like this jamming thing going on when she's encouraging him to, you know, pursue his musician dreams and she's going to help him. And like, he's a fan. And when they're like working on their song, they have this like, eye-locking moment that was an almost kiss for me, which was great. The thing is, there were so many almost kiss yes. moves, but then I was really disappointed when it came to the actual kiss. Yeah, so, yeah. Because
1: it was like, blah-ess, like closed mouth, disa- such a disappointment. And I think it has to do with the fact that the chemistry just wasn't there for me. Kevin can have chemistry with a wall. Pair him with a wall, let's go. This lady is literally just a placeholder avatar for all the ladies out there (laughs) to project themselves into it for myself I really wasn't seeing anything from her end and she wasn't giving Kevin anything and I feel for him because he was doing all the heavy lifting they did try like they were you know flirting like blatantly in front of his family and I really appreciated that the family was so goddamn supportive of it Uh, I'm like wow okay that's cool having said that I I find that Overall, this is such a waste of Kevin McGarry. We get him singing, so yay, bonus points for that. But I need him in another Christmas movie that isn't The Scavenger Hunt, although I didn't mind that one. Because we need him and Chris McNally to be in more Christmas movies because they have so much potential, as we have seen in Well in Calls Heart. We just need the right co star. We need the right co
0: star. There, there are so many to choose from. Exactly. I don't understand. Yeah, he really sold this. And he's the only selling point of yes. this movie. As far as I'm concerned. You're, you're
1: right on Kevin the Kevin
0: McGarry is all I want for Christmas.
1: Also, Kevin Magary as, like, big brother type. Yes! I love that. <laughs> to a non-annoying sister. I'm glad that the mm-hmm. kid they chose here, I, I have to put it here that the family was actually nice I wasn't annoyed with the family plot line I was actually like oh she's she's you know initiative the little sister had initiative she did she got things done I really like the Christmas tree farm because it really felt Taylor Swift I wish they had leaned more into that like he already had the James Dean daydream look in his eyes could they have gotten a girl with a red lip you know they classic. could have thing gotten that,
0: the yeah. girl our like our, our Taylor Swift hallmark you yes. from <laughs> yes
1: Yes. they could have just used her exactly oh my gosh give her the you know eyeliner with the wingtips and just be tailor full on needless to say i only rated this movie a little bit above average like very slightly and only because kevin mcgarry saved this movie it is a travesty that they've done this to him oh my gosh
0: (laughs) speaking of travesties let's (laughs) move on to our next movie Christmas Land stars Nikki Deloach and Luke McFarlane. After inheriting a Christmas tree farm, a woman plans to sell it when she falls in love with the townspeople and meets a charming lawyer named Tucker.
1: Twas the week before Christmas. Is she naughty or nice? Will she sell off the town or take Grandma's advice?
0: Never forget Christmas.
1: Welcome back to Christmas Land. I don't want to sell it. You've already sold it. I have a plan. Nikki Deloach. Do you have everything you need here? <laughs> Almost everything. Merry Christmas, everyone! Christmas land. Another what Christmas I I <laughs>
0: About Christmas land. Let's just start with. So there's this place. Magical place called Christmas land. Run by magical woman named Glinda. <laughs> who has like a what? A granddaughter, a niece. One of those, yeah, granddaughter. So she she dies, <laughs> and the niece who's in New York City inherits the magical land and has to go there and save the land. I have so many problems <laughs> with this movie. <laughs> Off the bat. Okay. <laughs> you know, they could have made Christmas land an amusement park. They could have done so many things with Christmas land, but they made it like the creepiest <laughs> midsummer <laughs> Christmas themed land. It, it was really like you know, do you just replace the background Hallmark background music with like creepy Stephen King mu- movie <laughs> music and you know it just Takes the movie in a whole other direction, which is sad because I really love Nikki DeLoach and I like Luke McFarland. I'm not always—he's not the most convincing Hallmark leading guy for Why me. Why is that? Because <laughs> I watched him in Brothers and si- I watched all of Brothers and Sisters, right? And he was—he was the boyfriend. Matthew, yes, him. It's really hard to sell him to me as a leading as a leading man to a woman, but then. But then in Christmas land and him and Nikki Deloach, they they were great together. I loved it. I was like I was super sold. Except they planted these two great actors in this like awful
1: awful god awful movie. <laughs> it is an interesting movie. I kind of gave it the benefit of the doubt because it was produced in twenty fifteen. That was right before Hallmark movies turned around into the cookie cutter thing they are now so they were I guess experimenting on things and you're right I feel like it was definitely a another waste of good actors because these two actors are actually quite interesting to watch in other movies but in this one it was just not when you said midsummer, you're talking about the 2019 horror, yes. horror movie right okay so Scandinavian basically, horror movie so basically <laughs> this is horror but make it Hallmark
0: Exactly.
1: Because the town is, it,
0: of course, it's a ghost town because the Christmas town had lost its funding. But then the people still live there. The town folks still live there. And there was like this one woman, I don't know, would bake cookies. And she was like, like an umpa Oompa Loompa? So it was like Willy Wonka, Midsummer. Yeah. Because like Oompa Loompa is moving around the Christmas town. And, and this lawyer, played by Loom, is trying his best to represent the town and, like, you know, save it. Except Nikki wants to sell it to, you know, to to make money. Anyway, she falls in love. Yeah, she falls in (laughs)
1: love. (laughs) Technically, though, like, the lawyer boyfriend was the one really pushing for the sale. Mm -hmm. And obviously, like, the conflict was that, you know, would she sell? Would she not? Would she open? Would she not? So it kind of felt very wishy-washy. But it's okay, like again, forgiven because 2015. I I, I think Nikki is just really delightful to watch that you, you kind of forgive a lot of things. Almost kiss? Do we even bother? <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're, you're right, this was 2015, so this was right before they're leaning into their hallmarkness. So, it, it I don't know. The almost kiss was like she trips by the sleigh and then <laughs> he catches her in a very, like, cliche way. I did not like it.
1: I put it, like, with a flourish. <laughs> like, I mean, think of all the, the tropes and throw it in here. And, and some like of them... Just- they- they could have added like special effects
0: and
1: put like glitter when they <laughs> yeah, in. You know what they could have done they could have done it like simply irresistible where they really leaned into the magical realism with Sean Patrick Flannery and, and Saram Sarah right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Exactly. Because some Hallmark Hallmark Christmas movies do that. You know, yeah, they do exactly. the magic thing they with do. Santa Claus and whatever. Yeah. And and that's fine.
1: Yeah. That's fine. In fact, <laughs> they did one with Candace Cameron Bureau and Luke McFarland and like some shopping, Christmas wish, whatever. It was an annoying movie, but it was uh, it was like a ghost of Christmas past, present, future kind of mm. thing. And he played a... Uh, it's a shoe addict. Yeah, that's right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And he played like a firefighter there. And honestly, yes. Because again, Luke McFarlane can actually sell straight. Again, he somehow gets paired with like really... I have yet to see a movie with him where it's like just right on. And this could have been it. Because Nikki yeah. Loloch is A+, plus, but oh yeah. well.
0: I think their chemistry is spot yeah. on. If only they could have been put in some other land. That's like true. land. Yeah. it was just very creepy um, I, I cannot stop fixating on the creepiness of this movie or Nikita like, Loach just like they kept saying you look like your grandmother and the grandmother had her portrait hanging above the fireplaces <laughs> with the yeah
1: <laughs> you know how like in the Poveda Chapel there's a picture of Jose and Victoria, Victoria Aditya. Aditya. <laughs> one of them and exactly. whenever you're praying you're like supposedly the eyes follow you right and I was yeah. always freaked out and that's what it felt like with portrait anyway neither here nor there sad to say i definitely gave this movie i mean barely an average because i couldn't like nikki and luke justice for nikki and luke is all i have to justice say. for nikki and luke. <laughs> may they make a comeback <laughs> may they make a comeback indeed in this, this season uh, i really hope everyone starts the film all right. If you do want
0: yeah. some laughs, go watch Christmas Men.
1: <laughs> it does bring a lot of comedy in unexpected and unwanted ways, but it did <laughs> give us a laugh. Uh, when we come back, we have three more movies to uh, discuss, so we'll see you in a bit. Thank you for uh, joining us again as we go through five of our favorite, or well, five of (laughs) Hallmark's (laughs) offerings in Christmas in July. Our next movie coming up is called Holiday for Heroes, which also appeared on the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel. So I'm telling you that channel was just popping the hits. And this was just from last year. So it stars Melissa Claire, Claire Egan, and Mark Blukas. Guys, you know where this is going. <laughs> I just mentioned Mark Blucas. So the plot goes, after a year's worth of letters exchanged between Audrey Brown and soldier Matt Evans... Their worlds collide for the first time off the page. Will the spirit of the season bring Matt and Audrey's love beyond their letters?
0: From my sister's coffee shop in Brantford. An act of kindness. You're never going to believe where they're sending me to finish up. A surprise visit. Matt? Yeah. And a Christmas to remember. Oh, Melissa Clary- right.
1: and Marla. Let me just see. <laughs> That when I first watched this in 2019, I distinctly remember messaging Chingai about it before the conception of this podcast because, and I think this is how the podcast came to be because we just kept messaging each other mm-hmm. about all the Hallmark movies we're watching and how happy they made us. And this one was a sleeper fucking hit from 2019 because I didn't expect it. I didn't expect Hallmark Movies and Mysteries to deliver the goods. And this is when I kind of like cemented my love for Mark Lucas. So the conflict of this movie is obviously the fact that after her being pen pals for like a year, because her brother, Melissa Claire Egan's brother, is also serving in the military and she ha- he happened to share coffee that his sister gave him to Mark Lucas' character and of course he wanted to thank her so they started writing letters to each other and honestly the letters, I was already getting like really, really killig. Like I was getting giddy with the voice over from the letters. When they finally meet the conflict is that he's only passing through because he's obviously a soldier and this is not his duty another tour of duty and whether again should he stay or should he go so they love this plot line and hallmark always does well with military and service related movies because obviously they want to honor the troops and i think they did it fucking justice in this one
0: i'm just gonna say that yeah th- this was the
1: my first uh, movies
0: and mysteries movie <laughs> thanks to I hope you didn't regret it. it was, no, I didn't because 2019's Christmas season was really a doozy, and <laughs> movies and mysteries saved Hallmark's ass. <laughs> Thanks to this they movie, did. yeah. They so did. it was interesting. It was interesting for me to, to see it during Christmas and then mm-hmm. see it again like, mm-hmm. in Christmas in and July.
1: July. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm going to be all over the place with this because even if I have notes, my feelings are everywhere. The meet queue is after a year. So so they're writing each other letters and his last letter where he announces that he's like, hey, I'm coming over to your town and I'm going to meet you. It never reaches her, of course. So in her head, she's like, oh, she hasn't heard from him because it's been so constant. And then he comes to her cafe and... Kathy Murin from Love on Iceland is also in this movie. best friend from Love on Iceland. (laughs) So she's in this movie and she's manning the counter. Obviously, she's not Melissa Claire Egan. And he is there trying to, like, you know, recall all their love letters to each other and calling out little facts from them. You know how he likes history and, you know, giving her little fun facts. And the girl's like, oh, yeah, cool. Uh, I don't know what you're trying to do. And then she's just like, Finally, she she reveals, Patty Murren's character reveals that, oh, I'm not the boss. You're looking for my boss. And right on cue, Melissa Claire Egan's character walks down the stairs and sees the very, 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 very handsome Mark Lucas in his fucking uniform, <laughs> all great. And it's like, Matt? And he's like, yes, it's me. And I die. The callbacks to their love letters. I, I love Mark Lucas in uniform. I love Mark Lucas, period. I know you don't, Chingai. But I do. In the uniform, it just ups his game. It ups his game. It does. It does. I have to (laughs) say, like, I didn't like him in the barbecue
0: barbecue movie, but yeah. Yeah, this one, him yeah, in mean, Uniform is good. I think Peace and Mysteries does appeal to the older set. <laughs> I, because you know, they, they hit the hometown hero thing, they, they hit the men in uniform thing, they hit the service thing, and I think that those are things that really appeal
1: to the older Hallmark audience. Yeah. <laughs> this was a mature movie, right? Mm. And we've discussed the mature movies in the past, like Love on the Menu or whatever, because when there is a problem they will talk about it and then it gets resolved i love that i love the simplicity of communication and understanding and they had a bunch of almost kisses and i i can't even like i just put it in all caps here obviously they dance because the there's a plot line where there's like a holiday for heroes party and naturally she looks great and he looks hot in his formal military (laughs) uniform and he's like let's dance and she's like of course but they also dance prior to that and it's nice because like it was like a it was just the two of them in a non-party setting and you can see the height differential there because during the party when they dance she's almost up to his face because she's in heels and all but when she's not and she's just dancing and she looks so tiny because Mark Lucas looks huge in this movie Movie. Like what? And then he teaches her to like skate or whatever because yeah. he's like teaching hockey and they're in a rink.
0: Ah this, snow. <sighs> this movie cemented it. in me, my third Hallmark. The <laughs> <Are laughs> thing that I'm looking for in a Hallmark movie, number one, authentic conversation. <laughs> number two, collaboration. Number three, holding hands. Which holding they hands. did in the yes. skating rink with the many Christmas trees, where yes. there was an always case. Mo- moment, this was good. This was good.
1: (laughs) It was so good. It was so, so good. And And obviously, like, the part of the plot is that he helps bring home her brother and the entire troop that, you know, got stranded. So, you know, there's that part of the service and the troops and all that. But I really like it because... They kind of did a restart near the end of this. They do a restart because obviously he has to go back on tour, and she's like, "Oh, you didn't tell me." But he goes, "Yeah, I've been thinking about it. It's a big decision." And it was a lot of this conversation, nothing dramatic, just like, "Yeah, like what are we gonna do?" That's how life is, right? And then they do this reset where, and he comes back into the cafe, and he's like, "Can we do this again?" And he comes back into the cafe, and he introduces himself again, like it's the first time they've met each other. And I just like, I (laughs) cried on the inside because it was such a nice little gesture of them trying to, you know, do things. Again, and I wish I don't know if this is real life, but it's just so nice. And I agree, holding hands, love it, simple, hits where it hits. I'm just gonna
0: be like the the little blizzard in your uh flurry of love. No, go for it, go for it. Because what I didn't like about it, I have two things that I didn't like about this movie first, and it's not Mark Lucas, (laughs) thank you. The first is I don't like Melissa claire Egan because. But I think she was right for the role. She just seemed like really old to me. But then but then movies and mysteries. I didn't want to seem ageist. You know, <laughs> but yes. I, I don't know. Like I'm not feeling this. Yeah. Okay, but but anyway, so that's one. The second one is they did insert uh, an other guy element <laughs> in this movie. Pointless. Which, which is stupid, like okay, so she... Some guy from the neighborhood, from the town likes really? her, and and Mark Lucas is like, okay, I'm gonna back off, cause like, there's something going on between the two of them. And while Mark loves to do this. There's like miscommunication where they do not address the third party, and then there's gonna be like jealousy. And I get it, it's a plot device, but at the same time, if you're gonna put like two mature, older people here, yeah. do you think they're gonna go for this high school drama of like, does well, she like me? Isn't no. so that? Yeah, that's, that's yeah, my, that's my little <laughs> no and, <laughs> and, and you
1: know what valid points honestly i was just like in my flurry of love that i just like everything just kind of went over my head you are right though that is true they, they should have and, and another movie later will handle it so much better which we'll get to in a bit overall chemistry wise yes melissa Claire egan wasn't necessarily our top choice but i thought she was a good choice would i have preferred autumn Research so if we get our make or you know our redo of the Texas barbecue movie yes. except in winter, she would have been perfect. Yes. But we can't have perfection. Or maybe we can later on. But my, my notes for chemistry is in all caps, Mark Blukas can get it anytime. He wrote her letters. What more do you want? <laughs> what more do you want? Am I not entertained? I am. I gave this movie almost, like I gave it like four stars because Hallmark <laughs> did the troops proud. They pulled on my heartstrings and it was a mature romance, which I always Appreciate. And I gave it a below average. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, Mark Lucas in uniform will get me to do anything. Mark Lucas will get me to do anything. (laughs) He is your holiday hero. He is my holiday hero. I guess speaking of movies that handle third parties better, Mm -hmm. our next movie takes us to the city, to Chicago,
0: Jingle Around the Clock. Starring Brooke Nevin and Michael Cassidy. When Elle Bennett decides to reunite her college friends for a special Christmas celebration, her plans are thwarted by an opportunity at work she can't pass up. She's forced to team up with an advertising fixer, Max, who has a completely different take on the holidays. But as Elle and Max work together and learn more about each other's Christmas traditions, they unexpectedly find themselves Falling for each other. I have a tight group of friends. And every year, we throw ourselves a party. This year's shaping up to be big. Christmas is on. But we don't have time. Ooh. Or is it?
1: You got this girl.
0: And when the going gets tough.
1: You just got to wreath it up.
0: That's a bet. This, this movie guess. is fresh to me. It's very it's city-based, which it's the number four think. I looked for in a Hallmark movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's New York versus Chicago. She's from Chicago, he's from New York, they're working on some cookware campaign, and then he gets sent there. At the same time, uh, she frequents this coffee shop, much like Central Perk, with her friends, mm-hmm. and she keeps seeing this this guy. So uh, unbeknownst to her, the, the guy from the coffee shop is the guy she's being asked to work with from the New York office. And it starts out very simply. This way. <laughs> and then suddenly, just this they just decide to throw everything in the pot. And I don't know what's going on in Jingle Around the Clock. Because there's just way too much conflict here. There's the thing where she's throwing a party for her friends. But there's the thing where she's doing the ad campaign with a guy. And then she has, you know, the relationship with a guy. And it's just like, it, there's family obligations as well. Which does, okay, to be fair to Hallmark, that does feel like christmas especially christmas in the philippines it's just a lot of running around so many things going on at the same time so
1: okay like i get it i agree with you it 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 didn't feel like a very meta representation of what a real christmas would look like because you're just all over the fucking place but is that what you want to see in a movie you know what i mean like give me some sort of focus my one note here is that there were too many parties. Like, just two... Like, not just third parties. Parties, <laughs> in general. And I get that's Christmas. But, like, I just couldn't focus. Honestly, like, these are two good-looking leads. They're both pretty. They're both good to look at. And yet, I feel like they weren't able to maximize it because there was just too much going on.
0: The Hallmark has those ensemble movies where, where you uh, appreciate the friends and all of that. This was was like, Iceland! I, I, did, I didn't hate the friends, but then there was yeah. just too, too too much... Uh, too much
1: of them over there <laughs> yeah there was too many that you couldn't invest in anyone i couldn't mm. invest like i just didn't know who was what anymore
0: i did like i did like the meet cute though the yes the like you know she sees him in a coffee shop she's super shy she doesn't know and then she runs into him in, in the street yeah. you know they do the they do the walking away and then looking back and like oh the you're you're the, you're the person yeah. from the coffee shop yeah, yeah
1: i, I kind of wish they 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 harped more on that coffee guy thing because like that was cute you know that was that would have been a better mystery or like if, if they didn't reveal him early on as the guy like it would have been a little bit like bottled with love where you know you, you is it him is it not him but then i don't know how that would work out but i'm just saying that focus on one thing focus mm-hmm. on one thing rather than the 10 million things they've got going on because
0: apparently like his mom owns the christmas booth that she frequents and and his sister is a party planner and she's throwing all the parties his sister's on andrea brooks by the way yeah exactly yeah so there's just a lot going on but i couldn't okay (laughs) yeah yeah
1: yeah
0: Another another downer to this movie for me is the almost kiss because I think because there was just so much going on (laughs) in hallmark movies. You know when you're approaching the almost kiss, yes, like there's the montage, there's the baking, there's Mm -hmm. the you know whisking and flour (laughs) on the face and and flour on the face. Yeah, this one didn't have any of that. And okay, yeah, so the almost kiss was like barely
1: there <laughs> rather than the almost kiss what I appreciate then in this movie like the one of the silver linings of it is that there was a confession earlier on at the rink again we have an ice skating scene ish kind of and at the side of the rink they do the confrontation that they don't do in holiday for heroes wherein he sees her with his friend he sees her in the car with her friend he confronts her of like oh i thought something was going on and she goes oh no 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 i have a crush on this coffee guy and like it was so direct and it was so like addressing the elephant in the room and still being flirty about it in broad daylight. So I thought that it was a nice, like, new twist to it, but I was too exhausted to get so caught up because there was just so much going on. So it's, I feel like, a wasted effort, but yeah.
0: True. I think everything should be addressed that way.
1: <laughs> but
0: he, I like this because, you know, they're, they're two nice people. Everyone's nice in this movie. Yes. There, there isn't like a creepy cult leader grandmother and Christmas dad. <laughs> there isn't an annoying third party. There, you know, there isn't a kid. So everything, everything was like really nice, and I like that he was like a family guy and he's yeah. close to his his parents and yeah, all of that. They did have the holding hands in the elevator. And I yeah. like the holding hands scene here because like they do it with like the pinky first.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Tentative.
1: Tentative and then go for it.
0: Yeah. I so like it. All, all in all I, I thought that this was an attractive movie. The leads were attractive. The clothes were great. The city yeah. was spectacular. I like the ad agency angle too. I would just like to say that I mean even though this movie was a mess, there are a lot of uh, Hallmark movies that are way messier than this. Case oh, for in, sure. Case in point, this movie wasn't even on the roster. <laughs> but I lobbied for it to be in this list because originally, we were gonna do a movie called Road to Christmas, right? <laughs> one Chad Michael Murray, which was the worst. A train wreck <laughs>
1: watching guy. It, she it, could
0: it, it means a lot that Christmas Man made it and Road to Christmas did not. <laughs> And if you want to know what I'm saying, so you can it online,
1: or you can <laughs> just message us on at at Make It Hallmark on Twitter, and we'll tell you why. Not to be fair, I was okay with Road to Christmas but that's because you just weren't a fan of the lead actress and I I just didn't really care about her. So I I, I like Chad and he was cute, but yeah. So let's just say in the spectrum of the five movies we're talking about today, uh, unfortunately, Road to Christmas did not make it and Jingle Around the Clock did and and Christmas Land did, I would give this a below average for me. Uh, I would give it a slightly above average. Okay. All right. All right. Which then brings us... (laughs) to. The fifth and final movie of Christmas in July. The only reason why we did a Christmas episode. The only reason why we've done a Christmas episode because I was just excited to bring in my favorite Christmas movie from 2019. And I have to say, this saved Hallmark Channel's lineup because like Chinggai said, it was a fucking clusterfuck and Hallmark Hallmark Mysteries and Movies, you know, saved it. But this movie, Double Holiday... I would say, it's part of my top five movies of all time. It's quadruple the, the fun. It's quadruple <laughs> the fun. Double the holiday, quadruple the fun. What? Octuple the everything. Okay, so double holiday stars. The no other. Mr. Christopher Palaha. The godfather of leading men. <laughs> the owner of my heart. He, Christopher Palaha, can have it. He He sneaks in there. If you've seen him on like Life Unexpected and, and other shows, you'll know how charming he is. and then you see him in Hallmark and you know that he feeds his family with this because he's so good at it. Uh, It also stars a, at least for the first time, I've seen her in a Hallmark movie, and I want her in more Hallmark movies and everything. It stars Carly Pope from Popular, if you ever watched that Ryan Murphy show from the aughts, early aughts. So, uh, the plot of Double Holiday goes like this. Career-minded Rebecca's plans for Hanukkah don't go as expected when a promotion opportunity comes up at work. When the company CEO asks Rebecca and her insufferable, quote-unquote, office-mate Chris also her main competitor for the promotion. To plan the company's Christmas party, she realizes they must overcome their opposing styles in order to succeed. Forced to work together on the party, Chris learns more about Rebecca and embraces her family's Hanukkah traditions while she also begins to see him in a new light. Although feelings slowly develop between the two, the ongoing competition over promotion threatens to undermine it all they have to plan the office holiday party. I've never picked out a Christmas tree before.
0: I don't know much about Hanukkah. Dinosaur for Christmas cookies? No.
1: But they didn't plan for this. I've seen the way you two are with each other. We're friends. We're in this together, right? I just brought to light what I already saw. All right, so remember how how our last episode was all about competition? This movie was going to make it to that, to that entire episode, except that we separated it because it was, of course, Christmas under so many fucking Christmas movies. And it killed it. It killed. What can I say? So that entire lengthy plot that I mentioned earlier is essentially the conflict of this movie. And what I love about it is because this movie could jingle all the, jingle around the clock it in that they throw in so many things, but they don't. They make it simple, they have to plan a party together, and they're competing for the same role. And that's it. Like, sure, there's her family for Hanukkah and they they seamlessly blend her family traditions into this movie. It does not feel like an intrusion. It really feels like it is part of it because it's it's him discovering her as a person rather than just as a colleague. And all the... So many fucking meaningful conversations in this movie. And I guess we'll get into it later, but I love it. Simple plot line, well written, well, you know, fleshed out. The characters were there. You're rooting for everyone. Boom. I love it. Um, Way to go
0: Hallmark for in a Hanukkah movie during their Christmas season. That's right.
1: We need more of these. Yeah. we need representation I am all for it I learned so much about the menorah and the songs and everything my little sister's dating a Jewish guy so I felt like I had to shove this in her direction for her to <laughs> learn more about the culture so Paola if you're listening this is the movie that I've been forcing you to watch and I think you should do it obviously there was not necessarily a meet cute because they already were colleagues uh, but I thought just after re-watching this movie like what three times in the past 24 hours just to refresh myself for this podcast recording when you first meet Christopher Palaha's character, he's in their cubicle and she's walking into the office. And you can see he's actually at his desk and just working, but then he sees her and he automatically turns around, swivels to the common area and puts his legs up on the table just to spite her. So I love those little flourishes of like, he's not this person, he's doing it on purpose. You know that it's intentional. And I love all these little things that Christopher Palaha does in this movie because there's a lot. It's like what he does when you think, think no one's looking, and there's so many more of it later, and like little Easter eggs throughout the movie, and he's brilliant at it.
0: Christopher, the the travel movie we did, we talked about in in the previous episode, did not do Christopher any justice at all, so I'm glad that we're, you know, bringing him back, where he gets to showcase his talent, because he's like really talented, and he's also very good-looking. I'm sorry I have to say that.
1: (laughs) Super Um, good-looking.
0: He's very no attractive
1: <laughs> yes i think so i agree yeah that's all i have to say i'm gonna find myself no no yeah I, i'm honestly like the air conditioning's on but i am i'm feeling the heat my face is burning we, we started recording this at 8 p.m and at around 6 30 i'm like chingai i'm just doing one more viewing just you know 1.5 x speed just to, you know refresh myself because i really just wanted to savor every moment and the almost kisses in this movie were not just almost kisses because they were tied to so much meaningful conversation and i think that that makes like the chemistry and the Almost Kisses work together in a way wherein they are brilliant at it. Carly Pope is so likable. You are rooting for her. You want her to be a Hallmark movie goddess because she can join the ranks of the Nickys and the Autumns and Rachel Leigh Cook. Like, she's that level. She's so good. They are equals in this movie. The Almost Kiss, I, I was telling you. So there is... The scene where they're lighting the candles in the menorah and they're right above a mantle, a fireplace mantle, and there's a mirror. So imagine they're facing a mirror. So you see their backs, but you see their reflections and you see the people behind them. And he's not Jewish and she's Jewish, but then as the movie progresses, he learns all about her culture and he memorizes the song at first. on the first night he's reading off a paper by the like nth night, he memorizes it and is telling her that it's time to light the candles. Like, God damn it, you know my culture and you want to be part of my life help me so then he lights the candle and he starts singing and he's looking at her and she's looking at him but not at the same time but also at the same time and through reflections you can see everybody's kind of like rooting for them holy shit you just want them to make out you just want them to make out and it's so good it's so good menorah makeout time menorah makeout. i didn't think <laughs> we would want it but i've never found the singing of the song so sexy like holy shit he can sing he can okay, sing. So, the, he can sing me that song anytime.
0: He gets into the traditions because like, he's genuinely interested, and he gets to know his family. He can cook, yes, right. I love he's this. he's great at work. They have that <laughs> other box that I'm ticking, collaboration because oh, they're working on a project together. And he, like yeah, Kevin Magari, yes. is like a big brother, brother. type <laughs> who takes care of kids and plays basketball with them.
1: Mike drop <laughs> Mike drop panties drop everybody everything drops so about the big brother so her family then um, volunteers as one of their evenings um, of Hanukkah, they they volunteer at the facility that he volunteers at as a big brother, and she sees him because then he sees her all throughout this movie. He keeps commenting on how he sees her in a different light and how she should be herself. And she, which I love because it is it is true, is that she says that I put on a different costume when I go to work because I have to be professional. And he's like, "Why don't you just be yourself?" And it's like, "Fuck, I love you. You love me. What? Let's just get together." Anyway, the point is, there's a point where, and then she sees a different side to him. He goes to they're at the skating rink again there's a skating rink there's holding hands let me just put that there for you this this movie has everything it has everything yeah Uh and then he goes there and of course he picks up his little brother Kirby who is not annoying shocking there's so many children in this movie I'm not annoyed by any of them I'm telling you it's that good and then he picks him up like he doesn't weigh anything and brings him over Carly Pope's character and you can see her face. She's like, oh shit, he's good with kids. And it's like, you know, you can see she's plotting their future together. But also, he goes, he goes, oh, I didn't tell you. I was, I'm a big brother. And you know, her panties dropped. The panties dropped right then because she's like... The ah. ovaries exploded. Exactly. Ovaries exploded. She got pregnant. I'm sorry. I've gone way over the time limit. And I just...
0: <laughs> so we we have say.
1: another thing that we haven't mentioned
0: about this movie. She starts out with a crush. Yes! Oh my god, we haven't even mentioned this. We haven't so even much mentioned like, this. In Jingle Around the Clock, um, she has a crush on coffee guy. Here, Carly Pope has a crush on fancy suit guy, who she sees in the elevator, and she's just totally. <laughs> she cannot. She
1: cannot. When the guy when the guy is in the elevator with her, she's just totally like she can't. Fun do fact fancy suit guy is played by an actor who is the lead in another hallmark christmas movie in the same season and it was a really 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 bad christmas movie because he played like some royal and some girl had to make over his house and it was super bad because he had an accent and he had a mustache it was not good (laughs) but i usually hate third parties but not this third party in fact i was like fuck i'm also rooting for a fancy suit guy that can't be i was actually conflicted i'm never conflicted you always root for the lead guy or you root so much against the lead guy, that you're rooting for the second guy. But this one, I was like, oh, Fancy Suit Guy's actually not bad. He's likable. He's decent. His only problem is that, obviously, they're differing values. Not that his values were bad. It's just that they were different. And I like how they handled that. You know, what's
0: great too is that Christopher Palau's also rooting for Fancy Suit Guy. Exactly. So They start out as, they start out as co-workers but... and, you know, they're not invested in each other in any romantic way at all. Yes. And when he realizes that she has this crush and totally um, Im- immobilized by him, he tries to help her out and you know he arranges the meet cute yes. between
1: her and fancy suit guy which, which adds a level of you know context and texture to this movie because then you see that it's truly like what I messaged guy right before we recorded is, is that he is building her up And he looks at her the way he looks at someone, like, adoringly. It's like, I see you. You don't see you, but I see you. And that is such a fucking trope, but I am here for it. Like, I can't, I can't. I I could go on. We could go to, like, 15 minutes with just this movie. But I, I think he does stare so well. Every fucking second of this movie is him looking, gazing at her. And find you someone... Who looks at you the way Christopher Palaha looks at Carly Pope in this movie. Fucking 10 out of 10, through the roof.
0: This movie was so good that it's it's almost not a, a, a Hallmark
1: movie. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, if there's a takeaway here, obviously, it's please watch Double Holiday because holy shit. It'll again, quadruple the fun. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna go get some water now because I'm so hot. It's I'm flushed. I'm, when we're again, back, we're gonna do f- Merry Kill Christmas
0: Edition. And we're back. And while Patty's still recovering from... (laughs) From... From fainting from Christopher Palahan Double Holiday, I'm gonna introduce the next part of her podcast, which is Mary Kill. I'm sure you all know the game. So we, among the five leads, we pick who we'd like to fuck, who we'd like to marry, and eventually who we'd like to kill off the planet <laughs> let's start with the fucking <laughs> shall i go first or shall you go first? yeah yeah you can you can go first i had a hard time here okay yes. because like the, the the fuck and the Mary very blurred lines here but i knew i had i could not cheat i could not cheat so i needed to pick <laughs> and i think this this one's gonna come as like a, a shame fuck for me like it's the kind oh. of it's the kind of the, the kind of fuck that I'm not gonna tell anyone because I'm totally <laughs> too embarrassed to, to talk about. Oh no! And it doesn't mark blue cards. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kind that I'm gonna like talk about like when I'm drunk or something, which okay. hardly ever happens. Okay, so I'm gonna fuck Kevin McGarry from a song for Christmas. <laughs> Creepy, the creepy guy playing guitar in a gas station hey, hey i you. Uh, i uh,
1: you can't blame me he, he yeah the the hormones wants what it wants mm-hmm. uh, i i don't blame you i actually like okay we can't cheat but let me just say that the three guys that made it to my fuck short list three three made it okay would be Kevin McGarry's character in the Song for Christmas because, duh, it's Kevin McGarry. But I quickly killed him off because I'm like, no. The second guy who made it is Fancy Suit Guy. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I was that into Fancy Suit Guy that I'm like, yeah, he could get it. But then I'm like, no, that's cheating. He's not a lead. He's out. Which left me with Mark Blukas. Let's be real. Him in a uniform. Yes, yes, yes. Obviously. It was a no-brainer. Yeah, he's around for like just three days. Know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> th- thirty do days. What you got it. Thirty days. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna make the most out of those thirty days. Uh, who would you marry, chingai Obviously, I would marry <laughs> Christopher <laughs> mean <Malachi>. Come on. <laughs> i think this is the first time we're marrying the same guy i think so or or, 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 so. or, or, or it's the first time we're we usually kill and f- i mean like sis- the opposite people maybe we we can marry be maybe we've had in the past we'll check
0: yeah we'll be we could be i think too, we've yeah. already
1: become sister wives before <laughs> yeah I, I don't mind honestly chris palaha as you can tell from my last rant rave um uh, he is the man we will marry <laughs> together jointly
0: I-, I was like debating like he he would be a good fuck, but like, would I really want to marry the creepy guy from the gas station? No. <laughs> no, so I just no, switched no. them around. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna exactly. <laughs> I didn't want to marry Mark Blucas because soldier, and I feel like I could lose him in my like oh, war. Wow, yeah. So I don't wanna. I don't wanna be a you know an army widow. Mm-hmm. But Chris Palaha, holy shit, perfect package into our traditions or culture, his, whatever it would be. So with his
0: like perfect forearms. I'm sorry, yes, i just like extending great. this Christopher Polaha thing, you know, when he, like rolls up the sleeves. That's what he's going to do yes, at the reception. Yes. He's going to take off the jacket and roll up his Oh my gosh! Yeah.
1: <laughs> Forearms are perfection. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so yes, I would marry him too in a heartbeat. So I'll, I'll raise you to the altar for him.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and we'll and he's kill. And our
1: kill? <laughs>
0: <laughs> two for two! It's Mark Lucas for me! <laughs> Are you serious? Ah, Are you serious? I'm gonna kill him! Sorry, I'm going to make you uh, an army widower. Widow. <laughs> widow. <laughs> yeah. widow. I'm the reason oh, why, why I, I to marry him. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh my well, god, you're so funny you Really. <laughs> it's because like, I couldn't stand the whole... Okay, first, they took a year to write each other. Like, Why wasn't he texting her? <laughs> he doesn't have a phone. Does he not? Why don't they do FaceTime?
1: Anyway. I don't think... That exists. Okay, I'm just defending him, yes, it but does. it's okay. I, I respect your decision. <laughs> yeah. I respect yeah. your decision. You've okay. killed him once, you can kill him again. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I will fuck him still. I would kill Luke McFarland's character <laughs> in Christmas land. Just because like I actually like it was him. Obviously, it was him and Jingle around the clock guy. But Coffee Guy was actually kind of cute. And because he it was in a city setting, I could imagine myself with him as compared to slightly creepy. He could be part of the cult. Yeah. Christmas land Scary guy. So yeah. That's my kill. Sorry. I get it. Anyway. So I guess, thanks guys for listening to us go crazy about five Christmas movies. But wait, we have a surprise announcement. There were so many goddamn Christmas movies that were good. Is that we're not just doing one Christmas episode. Watch out in the future sometime for our second Christmas episode with another five movies that are quite amazing and just really interesting to discuss so we hope you stick around for that and, and I guess tweet at us at make it hallmark if you have any Christmas movies you want us to see that we haven't discussed uh, and we'll make sure that we, we try to include it as well the christmas spirit lives on in but make it hallmark exactly if christmas starts in september in the philippines it starts in july in hallmark and i'm all for it so yeah thanks for listening thank you so much everyone and we'll catch you again next time on but make it hallmark